0: Tools and Methods for Circular dichroism Spectroscopy of Proteins A Tutorial Review Miles, Janes and Mullins From Birkbeck University of London, Queen Mary University of London, London, United Kingdom Chemical Society Reviews 2021 Circular (CD) spectroscopy is a widely used method in biochemistry, structural biology and pharmaceutical chemistry. More than 24,000 papers published in the past decade have included CD characterizations of proteins. Many of those studies have also included other complementary chemical, biophysical and computational chemistry methods. This tutorial review describes the background to the technique of CD spectroscopy and good practice methods for high quality data collection. It specifically focuses on both established and new methods and tools available for experimental design and interpretation, data processing, visualization, analysis, validation, archiving and accession, including tools developed to enhance the complementarity of this method with other structural and chemical biology studies. Introduction to circular dichroism spectroscopy of proteins Biomolecules such as proteins are built up of chiral subunits to produce signals when illuminated by circularity polarized light in the near and far ultraviolet wavelength ranges, where the amide and carbonyl groups of the polypeptide backbones absorb. Circular dichroism CD spectroscopy is an optical spectroscopic method which exploits the differential absorption of left and right circularly polarized light by such chromophores and can be harnessed to deliver structural information about protein conformations. It has been widely used to discern the secondary structure of proteins based on electric transmission in the far ultraviolet UV wavelength region, circa 240 to 170 nm. And to monitor the local tertiary structure environment of aromatic amino acids residues in the near UV region, circa 300 to 260 nanometer, is a function of the physical and chemical environment, amino acid compositions, for example, mutations or intermolecular interactions. In the past decade, more than 24,000 papers have been published using CD spectroscopy. To characterize the structures of polypeptides and proteins, the information derived by CD spectroscopy, which can also include information on dynamic changes in solution or in the environments, such as membranes or firms, is often complementarily, though they are produced by other biophysical, computational, and chemical methods, such as crystallography, cryo-electron microscopy, NMR spectroscopy. FTIR spectroscopy, Vibrational Circular Dichroism, VCD spectroscopy, Molecular Dynamic Simulations and Low angle scattering. Indeed in the same 10 years time period nearly half of the publications which included CD spectroscopy also included information derived from at least one of these other techniques. CD spectroscopy has a number of advantages with respect to the higher-resolution structure techniques such as crystallography, electron microscopy and NMR spectroscopy in that it is required relatively small amounts of sample under conditions, temperature, concentration and components present that may be more comparable to those found in cells. This has resulted in its widespread use both by the biochemical and structural biology communities To complement the information derived by those other biophysical methods, as well as by the pharmaceutical industry to assess whether a protein is correctly folded, to monitor structural changes induced by interactions with ligands, including other proteins, and to determine protein stability under environmental stresses induced by, for example, changes in pH or temperature. In recent years, circular beam beamlines have been developed at synchrotron light sources, taking advantage of both the high light flux, which enables faster collection of theta for small amounts of protein, and the high information content available due to the lower wavelength that can be achieved at these high-intensity light sources. This tutorial review discusses not only methods and software currently available for obtaining, processing, validating, and interpreting high-quality CD data obtained using lab-based commercial CD instruments, as well as synchrotron radiation circular decrease (SRCD) beamlines, on a variety of samples and types, but also in bioinformatics tools and resources available for determining novel details of the structure and function of protein based on such data. Methods, tools and protocols for CD data collection, analysis and display. Measuring CD spectra. To optimize the amount of light quality and producible CD data obtained from a given sample, it is essential to follow good practice protocols for data collection. To accurately determine the secondary structure of a protein based on CD data, the data obtained must include a spectral range covering at least the wavelengths between 240 and 190 nanometer. More accurate results are obtained if data collected includes even lower wavelengths because more electronic transitions, peaks, will be included increasing the information content of the data. To achieve such measurements, conditions must be used so that the total absorbance of the sample due to the protein buffer and other added components is below 1.2 at all wavelengths. This may be challenging for wavelengths below 210 nm, mm, where the absorbance tends to rise, sometimes precipitously, due to the cumulative effects of the buffer and the peptide chromophores along with contributions from water or other solvents and the composition material of the optical cell. In addition, light scattering effects from any undissolved protein or suspended particles in the solution, such as lipids present in membrane samples, may also contribute to this challenge. The overall absorbance of the sample can be monitored by the dianoid voltage or high tension HT signal produced during the data collection. This is a measure of the voltage applied to the detector to amplify the small circular decorative signal. The maximum HT cutoff values for individual CD instruments differ, but they correspond to the maximum diode voltage reading, above which the sample absorbance is too high for sufficient light to penetrate. Above this value, the apparent CD signal and the intensity of the unpolarized light signal that emerges from the sample decreases to a level where the spectrum becomes noisy and leads to distortions in both the magnitude and the shape of the measured peak. Hence, the maximum HD value for a given CD instrument needs to be determined For a given example, minimization of the total absorbance can be achieved by choosing buffer constituents with low absorbance in both the near and far UV wavelength region, and where this is not possible using the lowest possible concentration of buffer and salts without compromising the stability of the protein. In addition, a combination of protein and buffer concentrations, optical cell path length, optical cell material and instrument parameters, such as slit width, and averaging time can be used to optimise this CD signal. Secondary structure analysis are also significantly affected by the accuracy of the protein concentration measurements, since this will have an effect on the magnitude of the CD spectrum when scaled to standard units. The most widely used colorimetric methods for determining protein concentrations, including buret, Lowry, bisynchronic Acid Seis and Coomacy Blue Staining all produce different values occurrences for proteins depending on the amino acid compositions. Measuring the absorption of the sample at 280 nm is the most convenient and reliable method although its accuracy can depend on the number of aromatic amino acids and to a lesser extent their location surface buried in the protein. Such measurements can be achieved without wasting a great deal of material using micro-UV spectroscometer, such as nano-drops. Another important consideration is if there is a time lag between sample preparation, concentration determination and CD measurements, or even during the course of a long series of CD measurements, there may be a change in the protein concentration due to aggregation or precipitation especially if the sample is unstable or sensitive to light. This issue can be obviated in part by measuring the concentration of the protein immediately before or as near in time as possible to measuring the cilia spectrum. It can also be monitored by examining the HT measurements obtained during the course of the cilia measurements. If the HT values decrease, this could be indicative of protein precipitation aggregation, bubble formation or even sample leakage during the course of the measurement and should indicate that a new sample needs to be used. Using an inaccurate value for the optical cell path length will also have significant effects on spectral magnitude and therefore the accuracy of secondary structures analysis This can be an issue when using the multiple cells with path lengths less than 0.01 cm, as the manufacturer reported values can have a wide margin of error. In addition, the loading and assembly of such cells can be non-reproducible. However, accurate path length measurements can be obtained for these cells using the interference fringe method. Which requires use of a standard benchtop UV VIS spectrophotometer. Finally, ACD instruments are comprised of a number of optical components. There can be variations between instruments which lead to small differences in spectra of the same sample measured on two different instruments. Such disparities can be reduced or mitigated by obtaining calibration measurements with a standard reference material such as camphor sulfonic acid CSA or ammonium confosulfonate ACS measured on the same instrument used for the sample measurements. Both of these compounds have two well-defined and well-separated peaks of known absolute magnitude so comparison between the calculated and the experimental values can be used to create a calibration curve over the wavelength range of the spectrum. Multiplying the measured CD values of the protein spectrum by the CD values of this curve at each wavelength, will adjust the spectrum so that it better matches the spectrum measured on any other instrument where this procedure is carried out. Processing methods and tools. CD spectra are usually produced by averaging a set of repeat scans or accumulations obtained for a sample, after which the average spectrum of the baseline, a solution that contains all components of the sample except the protein is subtracted. The final net spectrum can be calibrated against a solution C S A or A C S with a known signal. And normalize the standard units of mean residue ellipticity, MRE degrees centimeter, d to the power minus one, residue to the power minus one, or delta epsilon, delta epsilon molar to centimeter, using the concentration, optical cell path length, and mean residue weight value for the protein. Each step in this process provides an opportunity to identify anomalies in the data. For example, there may be a systematic change in the data as a function of time that is apparent in repeated scans, possibly as a result of light-induced conformational changes, or because the protein precipitates aggregates with time. Processing data using a standard spreadsheet is possible, but this method can be time-consuming. Hence, there are a number of possible alternatives described in this section. Instrument associated software. CD instruments are supplied with their own data processing software packages, which enable basic processing procedures such as averaging of scans, accumulations, baseline subtraction, scaling to standard units, and data smoothing. These functions are found in the Spectra Manager for JASCO instruments and the Trace Manipulation menu. In the Pro data viewer provided by the Chiron scan spectrophotometer. For both the AVIV and OLIS instruments, they are in the data processing menu. All manufacturers also provide a comprehensive set of mathematical functions, ranging from simple arithmetic such as scaling and normalization at a peak wavelength to cure fitting. The early software also includes software for basic data set analysis using singular value decomposition, SVD methodology, also available in CD tool software. This is a form of principal component analysis for a set of spectra. For example, from a temperature to a time series in which spectral features are reduced to a small number of principal components or basis spectra that in different propositions can be summed to reproduce each experimental spectrum in the series. The coefficients that determine the contribution of a particular basis spectrum can be plotted as a curve that represents the change in secondary structure during the course of the experiment. SVD analysis provides alternatives to monitoring the CD signal at a single peak wavelength. To identify changes and have the advantages of incorporating information from the entire wavelength range of the spectrum, rather from just a single wavelength, instrument processed data can be exported in ASC2 format for external use, including secondary structure analysis using the tools described in Section 3. However, there is no consensus of file structure which will enable comparison of data produced on different instruments. For example, data collected on a benchtop instrument and at an SRCD beamline or two different benchtop instruments which will enable simple comparison. For this reason, the generic data processing software CDToolX, which is described in the following section was created for use with the output of any CD or Synchroton Radiation Circular Decrease SR-CD instrument, and provides formatted output results that are instrument independent. CD tool X CD tool X and its processor C D tool are freely available, downloadable tools designed for data processing and for some type of analysis of protein CD spectra. CD Tool X is designed for use on Windows 10 operating systems or with Windows 10 emulators on other operating systems. Whereas CD Tool works on early operating systems such as Windows 7, Windows XP, which may often be installed on older CD instruments, or Mac based Windows emulators. At present, CD Tools X is compatible with files created by the following instruments and possibly others: Aviv, Jasco, Dottec TXT file outputs only, Applied Photophysics, Chiral Scan CD formats, and outputs by most SRCD beamlines. In addition, an ASCII text file with two tab-delimited columns containing wavelength and CD data, for example, those generated by spreadsheets, and generic files .gene, produced by the original CD tool program, can be used. This software was specifically designed to enable identification of data anomalies before they are incorporated into the final processed spectrum a strategy that provides a complete data trail for achieving and regulatory purposes. Additionally, cross-instrument comparison can be enhanced by calibration performed using spectra of CSA or ACS, which adjusts for differences in instrument polarization. The simple math operations supported include smoothing, spectral scaling, and scaling of multiple spectra to each other at selected wavelengths as a sensitive means of detecting spectral differences in cases where the concentration of the protein in the samples has not, cannot be accurately measured. SVD of datasets can also be performed and the data can be stored in a local MySQL database to be retrieved in the CD tool Xplot window in units of Delta Epsilon or MDEG, either calibrated or uncalibrated. Summary Instrument manufacturers provide a comprehensive set of instruments, specific tool for processing, analysis and data manipulation whereas CDTool and CDToolX are dedicated to the basic tasks required by a majority of users. The latter also provide a transparent user-friendly environment, which enables comparisons of data between instruments, and facilitates CSA calibration to adjust for differences in instrument polarization. Furthermore, CDToolX is the primary processing software used at a number of srcd beamlines around the world methods and tools for analyzing protein secondary structure from cd data protein cd spectra include two types of electronic transitions arising from peptide absorptions in the far uv this includes an N2P star transition that gives rise to a signal at circa 222 nanometer and parallel and perpendicular P2P star transition that give rise to signals at lower wavelengths in the range from circa 190 to 110 nanometer. In addition, an intra charge transfer transition rising from through space interactions Occur at around 180 nm, which is generally only accessible using synchrotron radiation as a light source. The different types of secondary structures that are adopted by polypeptide chains, for example, helix or beta strands, depend on the dihedral phi, lambda angles between adjacent residues in the polypeptide chain, the magnitudes and wavelengths of the CD signals that arise from the electronic transitions depend upon these angles, and therefore upon the secondary structure of the protein. The overall shape and magnitude of a protein CD spectrum in the far ultraviolet UV wavelength region reflects a linear combination of its constituent secondary structural elements. Figure four shows examples of spectra of proteins they are each dominated by one type of secondary structure, but most proteins contain multiple types of secondary structures. They all contribute to the net CD spectrum. There are a number of decovolution methods available for obtaining quantitative secondary structure information from CD spectra, each of which requires a reference dataset of CD spectra produced from proteins with known crystal structures in order to produce a calculated secondary structure spectrum that best matches the query experimental spectrum. These methods range from relatively simple least-square algorithms to more complex regression, RR, and singular value deconvolution SVD methods with variable selection, VS functions, which fit the experimental spectrum to a weighted sum of the individual reference spectra, In general, a broader base, more and more varied of components presents in the reference database allows more accurate identification of the protein structure that produce the query spectrum. However, the results of some types of analysis can be optimized by the use of specialized datasets. Such as those designed for integral membrane proteins, which, due to their presence in low dielectric environments, tend to have transitions at somewhat different wavelengths than soluble proteins. The characteristics and component types of current publicly available datasets are listed in Table 2, along with in an indication as to which type of protein each database is best suited for. Alternative analysis methods use neutral networks and end trained on sets of CD reference data. The accuracy of these depends upon both the suitability of the dataset used for training, on the breadth of protein spectra available, and the spectral wavelength range covered. The Decrow Web Analysis Server is a freely available online resource for determining protein secondary structures based on CD and SRCD spectra. It provides five different calculation algorithms. CONTINLL, a regression restraint method, CELCON3, CDSSTR, and VERSELEC, all SVD methods with a variable selection, and K2D, a neural network method now superseded by this standalone K2D3 method. These methods can be used with the reference dataset noted above, except for K2D, which uses its own reference data, and VARSELEC, which has a built-in data set. The data set chosen for use will depend on the type of protein to be analyzed. For example, to analyze the spectrum of a highly destructible soluble protein, an appropriate choice may be SP175, which contains 71 high-quality spectra of bioinformatics-defined sets of soluble global proteins covering all protein-fold classes, which has a selectable wavelength range covering 175 nm to 240 nm. Alternatively, the SMP180 dataset contains not only spectra of the soluble globular SP175 proteins, but also 29 membrane protein spectra with low wavelength cutoffs of 180 nm, and hence is more suitable for analyzing membrane proteins. The choice of dataset may be restricted by the low wavelength cutoff of the experimental data. For data which extend to a low wavelength of only 190 nm truncated versions of SP175 and SMP180 are available. Spectral data that do not extend to wavelengths at least as low as 190 nm or below are not suitable for analysis by DecreWeb as they do not have sufficient information content to enable detailed definitions of secondary structure. These secondary structure definitions used to create these reference datasets are those defined by the Dictionary of Protein Secondary Structures, DSSP algorithm, based on conformational characteristics identified in crystal structures. The Web server accepts file formats produced by most commercial and SRCD instruments plus CDToolX and CDTool-generated files and simple two-column wavelength value text files. User files can be directly uploaded to the online server and a number of parameters can be manually selected including the high and low wavelengths of the data, the lowest wavelength to be considered in the analysis, which may differ from the lowest wavelength collected if that wavelength resulted in an HT value that exceeded the cutoff limits of the instrument, and the spectral units, either MDEG or Mean Residue Ellipticity Input of the wavelength step size is also required the algorithm and datasets to be used are selected from a drop-down box. And if the input spectrum has units of MDEG, the concentration in milligram milliliter, optical path length in centimeter, and the protein mean residue wave, are also required inputs so that the spectrum can be converted to MRE units prior to analysis. The output pages provide both a compact and an extended listing of the secondary structure results, and a plot of the back-calculated spectrum based on the secondary structure determined, which is overlaid on the experimental spectrum as a visual indicator of the quality of the results, for example, correspondence between the shapes and magnitudes of the calculated and measured spectra. The compact results Table simply lists the predicted secondary structure fractions, whereas the extended results table also provides a goodness of fit parameter known as the normalized root mean square deviation, NRMST, which is an indication of the correspondence between the measured data and the back calculated spectrum produced from the divided secondary structures, and is similarly to an R factor in crystallography. It is defined as NRMSD equal root of the sum of lambda phi experimental minus phi calculated squared divided by the sum of lambda phi calculated squared. Where phi experimental and phi calculated are the experimental and back-calculated ellipticities respectively, in each wavelength in the spectrum. Analysis that produce high NRMSD values, more than 0.1 or poor correspondences between the experimental and calculated best-fit spectra, are strong indications that the protein of interest includes features not present in any of the proteins present in the reference database. The calculated results include the following secondary structure types, regular, and distorted alpha helix regular and distorted beta sheets and turns the distorted helix and sheets fractions include the residues at either end of an alpha helix and on residue at either end of a beta strand which have slightly different dihedral angles that the corresponding canonical structures based on crystallographic data and thus have slightly different characteristic spectra the turn fraction includes beta turns, bands, and bridges, as defined by DSSP. All other types of structures, including random coil, are classified as unordered. Two exceptions to these classifications are those produced by Dataset2, which uses a structural assignments: alpha helix 310 helix beta strand turn polyproline 2O helix unordered and data set 6 which uses the same structural definitions but combines the two types of the helical diffractions the predicted average helix and strength length which may or may not be accurate depending on the protein structure type and hence should not be relied upon and a list of solutions to all iterations of the calculations as the algorithm approaches, the best feedback calculated spectrum solution are also listed. A further calculation option is that of a variable scale factor, which enables the user to multiply the input data by a small factor, less than plus, minus 0.1, to compensate for small experimental spectrum magnitude at errors. The best cell server The best cell is a secondary structure analysis server that was specifically designed for the analysis of beta sheet-rich proteins, although it can be used for any class of soluble protein. It employs a selection method algorithm based on SVD and an enhanced version of the SP175 dataset designed SP175+, which contains extra-beta sheet reference spectra covering regions of fault space not present in the SP-175 dataset. This enable it to better resolve parallel and anti-parallel sheet components with a further division of the latter into left-handed twisted, relaxed and right-handed twisted sheets. It also provides predictions of fault motifs for beta sheets reach proteins corresponding to the topology level organization in CATH protein fold database and is based on a match of the calculated secondary structure of proteins with similar DSSP values as found in the protein data bank PDB. However, it is important to note that these faults may or may not actually correspond the structure fault type found in the test protein. As in the web the spectral magnitude can be scaled by a chosen amount to identify the prediction with the lowest NRMST. Or the best factor function can be selected, which automatically scales the spectra by factors between 0.5 and 2.0. The K2D3 server the K2D3 server, a successor to the K2D method, which is still included in DecroWeb, is a neural network-based method trained on a dataset of theoretical CD spectra produced using the DecroCalc server, and uses a non-redundant selection of faults represented in the PDB. The predicted spectrum is constructed from the most similar CD spectra in this set, widened by the distance from the query CD spectrum, provided in either delta epsilon or MRE units. There is an option to include the protein molecular weight in kilodaltons or the number of amino acids in the polypeptide. The output indicates the query spectrum overlaid on the back calculated spectrum plus the predicted percentage of helix and strand. There is no measure of the quality of the fit, although a warning is displayed in the distance between the query and the most similar spectrum the dataset is larger than a threshold value. Summary comparison of analysis methods and reference datasets The analysis programs described above of the options they include a range of methods and reference datasets, and for global soluble proteins they tend to give very similar results, especially for proteins with high helix contents. Analysis of beta sheet-rich proteins tend to vary more between methods between of a wide range of secondary and tertiary structures features present in proteins containing these types of features. Analysis of beta sheet proteins appear to be a strength in the best cell method, which takes some of these variations into account Currently, the SMP180 dataset available in dcro is the only best spoke reference dataset available for analyzing membrane proteins which tend to exhibit peaks at slightly different wavelengths than soluble proteins with the same secondary structure content. Use of this reference data set me improved predictions for membrane proteins. Despite the wide range of secondary structure analysis methods and dataset options, characterizations of proteins with high fractions of disordered structures are still challenging. Such proteins tend not to crystallize, so in the PDP there are relatively free crystal structures, which are not primarily composed of canonical secondary structure type, although individual entries may include some disordered regions. As a result, all the analysis methods that rely upon reference to known protein structure types are less successful in defining the structures of such proteins, which are generally referred to as intrinsically disordered proteins. Such spectra can often be identified visually as they tend to display only a single negative peak, at circa 200 nm, and can sometimes resemble the spectra of some beta-rich proteins in both shape and magnitude, but with an alternate peak position. Consequently, analysis using any of the existing datasets often assign specifically amounts of beta structure to the spectra. Only datasets 6 and 7 in DicroWeb web contain the spectra of any denaturated proteins, which may or may not be similar to disordered proteins. But as disordered covers a wide range of often flexible secondary structural features known of the presently available analysis are particularly suitable for this important class of protein. Unfortunately, such proteins or regions of proteins appear to play important roles in the regulation of cell functions and are also not well characterized by other complementary structural methods such as crystallography NMR, and IR spectroscopies identifying spectral artefacts and improving CD spectra. Quiet control considerations for both the integrity of proteins under study and the analysis methods used to characterise them are important for producing suitable CD analysis. This has led to the development of ValiDecro software that can be used to identify some artefacts and irreproducibility in CD data and or errors in the parameters used for calculating secondary structures from CD data. The Valid server. The Validecro server provides a means of testing CD data and associated metadata as a guide to good practice and to aid publication, as well as the dedicated standalone server. There's a version embedded in the PCDDB which is used to vet the positions before they are included as entries in the database. Data quality tests are based on the common characteristics of CD protein spectra observed in the literature and are given a designation of a pass P, a flag F for small deviations from the norm or a fail X if the deviation is more severe. Validigro tests CD spectra data quality reproducibility and completeness, wavelength range, as well as the associated metadata for consistency. Quality tests include maximum and minimum peak magnitudes outside normal ranges for spectrum scale to units of delta, epsilon or mean residue ellipticity. Outliers may indicate concentration or optical cell path length errors or problems with the sample such as the flattening of peaks due to the light scattering or when sample absorbance is too high. The HT signal is also tested to ensure that it does not exceed the instrument-dependent maximum, along with its gradient in the wavelength ranges of 240 to nm nanometer, where there should be minimal absorbance from the protein. Peak locations, which usually fall within a narrow range of wavelengths, are scrutinized since deviations may highlight absorbance issues or instrument error although they can instead be indicative of interesting spectra features. If raw, unprocessed, unscaled spectra data is provided, the standard deviations between the peak magnitudes of repeat scans are checked to determine if any outliers have been included which may distort the average spectrum. Excessive use of smoothing on the final processed spectrum leading to peak magnitude and wavelength artifacts is also detected by comparing the raw data to the final spectrum. Finally, an overall assessment of the protein spectrum is made, comparing it to the first five basis spectra produced by the singular value decomposition of sp 175 and SMP 180 datasets. Although the above is not an exhaustive list of tests carried out by Validicru, it provides an indication of how much detail is considered. Validicru accepts many commonly used file formats including PCD files or its equivalent XML version plus gene and CDTool .gene files, instrument-specific formats and two and three column-free formats where the third column containing HD data is available. Some metadata are automatically extracted from the files and the rest are manually entered by text boxes and drop-down lists. The output includes a pass-flag-fail status for each test and suggestions designed to improve the data. Public Achieve of CD Spectra the PCDDB. In 2006, with CD and SRCD having become ubiquitous methods employed in the molecular life sciences, there was an obvious need for a public repository where authors could store data and make it available to other researchers. Following extensive public consultations with Structural Biology Spectroscopic and bioinformatics communities, the full resource described below was created and has evolved since then to include additional links to other databases, bioinformatics resources, and parameters for quality control assessments. To date, more than one million files have been downloaded, either as individual files or the full database contents. The PCDDB, the Protein Circular Decorations Data Bank, PCDDB, is a freely accessible website repository of CD and SRCD data inspired by the availability of other online resources, such as Uniprot and PDB Publishers are increasingly requiring that CD and SRCD data included in an article be made publicly available to ensure good practice and traceability of the data. And these are functions which the PCDDB Fits. The PCDDB site includes many links to other tools and tutorial videos demonstrating protocols and procedures for the collection and analysis of CD data. Depositions to a data bank require depositor registration, author accessions, and downloads do not. When a deposition is to be made, the depositor requests an appropriate number of PCDDB IDs nine-digit accession codes be reserved. The spectra can be uploaded as ASCII text files as generated by most CD instruments or as gene or CDToolX.Gene files, although only the fully processed spectrums required spectra from all stages of the data processing including the CSA and ACS spectrum used for instrument calibration can be uploaded for completeness good practice tracing information including experimental conditions including protein purity instrument parameters and protein sequence data are essential links to other sites including UniProt and PDP and all the parameters such as enzyme classification and citation details for the article in which data is presented are strongly encouraged in order to create a comprehensive entry. Spectra are tested by a version of ValideCro and given a pass flag fail status before they can be committed to a database. Depositors can download a summary ValideCro report. They can be submitted to journals along with the manuscripts as an indication of data quality and accessibility. The PCDDB provides an extensive list of searching criteria, including all of the above fields. The full contents of the database or just a single spectrum can be downloaded as .gene files or as a two column wavelength CD, PCD file. Methods for comparing CD spectra spectra can be visually compared using cd tool x and cd tool software in generic speed sheet packages or from the results of secondary structure analysis using the analysis programs described above this can be important for example if spectra of two very different proteins wild type and mutant have seemingly very similar characteristics but slightly different magnitudes and or shapes the difference may reflect a true difference or be an artifact due to concentration or incorrect optical cell path length values used or other measurement errors. The scale to value functions provide CDTool X and CDTool software enabled to facile scaling of the spectra so that they have the same magnitude as a selected peak wavelength which will make any differences in the shapes of the spectra immediately apparent. Alternatively, a dchromatch function in the PCDDB may be useful for identifying spectral nearest neighbors of a query unknown protein based on the spectra of known proteins, which can offer insights into the structure and function of the query protein. The dchromatch server Decromatch is a web-based tool for identifying near-neighbor protein CD spectra from data in the PCDDB and can be accessed via the PCDDB website. Provides a choice of spectral matching methods, which include a simple fit, a normalized fit which scales the test and query spectra of their maxima, a ratio comparison which compares high and low peak magnitudes, they are often indicative of secondary structure and comparisons of value at specified peak wavelength to identify and mitigate for differences due to solvent dielectrics or instrument error. Digromatch accepts CDToolXGene and CDToolXGene files PCDDB PCD files and symbol to column wavelength CD ASCII text files Alternatively, a PCDD bid can be entered and the appropriate spectrum will be retrieved by the program from this PCDDB. Dichromatch then searches all the component spectra in the PCDDB for similar protein spectra with the output listing them in order of increasing NRMSD differences from the query spectrum. The JASCO QC test Spectral comparisons are also useful in quality control situations to assess the difference between different preparation patches of the same type of protein samples. This can be done quantitatively using the QC test provided with JASCO Instrument software, where a set of spectra can be compared to a user defined reference spectrum and the similarity quantified using a choice of algorithms including the Manhattan and Euclidean distances and the Pearson correlation coefficient. The results are summarized in a z-score related to the number of standard deviations between the query and reference spectrum. Summary. There are a number of qualitative and quantitative approaches to enable spectral matching. Dicromatch provides both Making comparisons to existing spectra in a database scored by the NRMST difference from the query spectrum. However, more in depth bespoke statistical analysis can be carried out using instrument software such as that provided by JESCO and generic software produced for other purposes. Predictions of CD spectra. A number of methods have been developed for the prediction of a CD spectrum based on a protein's atomic coordinates. This can be useful for comparing two proteins when, for example, the X-ray diffraction cryo-electron microscopy or NMR structure of one is available, but only the CD spectrum of the other is available. Such comparisons may be useful to confirm homology to determine if a mutant has folded correctly and in a similar way to the wild type protein and for monitoring the effects of ligands binding or different environmental factors on conformation. The AB-Initio method of dichrocalc uses quantum mechanical calculations based on the average crystal structure to generate predicted spectra, whereas the PDB2CD and PDBMD2CD servers generate CD spectra using proteins present in a reference set with similar structure characteristics by least squares fitting procedures. Both the PDBMD2CD server based on structures producing using user input molecular dynamic simulation results and the downloadable program CESCA generated predicted spectra using a principal component approach. The DicroCalc server DicroCalc employs a matrix method which simplifies the otherwise computationally extensive and challenging quantum mechanics calculations required to determine how a polypeptide abodes circularly polarized light based on its structural coordinates. PDB files can be uploaded to the server either as a single file or multiple files achieved in .zip, .z, .gz, .gz or .tgz formats. Alternatively, the PDP code of the protein can be entered with multiple codes separated by commas. The user is offered a choice of which chromophores to use in the calculations. By default, the these are the backbone chromophores only, but the inclusion of the backbone charge transfer transitions can be beneficial for far UV calculations albeit at the expense of significantly increased computation time. Analysis of the near UV wavelength range required the addition of aromatic side chain transitions of phenylalanine, tyrosine, and tryptophan. Calculations that include the side chain chromophores of asparagine and glutamine residues, as well as peptide bonds between lysine and aspartic acids that create cyclic peptides are also available. The backbone chromophores are essential for calculating far UV spectra, but any conditions of the other three selections can be added to the mix. Each chain of the multi subunit protein is analyzed separately. The results are delivered as two column wavelength CD text files. The PDB to CD server. The algorithm. Underlying the PDB2CD server develops the CD spectrum of the query protein from the CD spectra of structurally similar proteins in either the SP175 or SMP180 datasets. It achieves this using three different levels of structure based information in the associated PDB files. The first level in the secondary structure content based on the DSSP definitions of alpha helix, H, beta strand, E, and other O category, which includes everything else. Then, the localized topological features of the secondary structure components are considered by assessing the relative juxtaposition of secondary structure elements. Finally, the overall structure similarity between the query and derived subsets is determined. Following further refinement, the CD data of the remaining similar proteins are averaged to obtain the CD spectrum of the query protein. The user is required to choose between reference datasets SP175 or SMP180 before uploading a PDP file or entering the PDP code. In the output, the calculated spectrum is accompanied by a summary of the calculated secondary structure and a link to its PCDDB entry, if available. The website displays the spectrum calculated by PDB2CD superimposed on the experimental spectrum. The PDBMD2CD server Following the development of the PDB2CD server it became apparent that there was a demand for a similar tool for predicting CD spectra from multiple input coordinate files from a variety of sources, such as molecular dynamics, MD simulation structures, NMR ensemble structures, and multiple homologous proteins. MD is a method of exploring conformational space of proteins using the laws of motion to. Provide dynamic and thermodynamic information. The results are difficult to experimentally validate. However, one such method is to compare the predicted CD spectra to multiple structures to experimental spectra. Giving coordinate data as input, the PDBMD2CD server creates basis spectra representing seven secondary structure type derived from a list. Squares regression of 83 spectra present in the SMP180 reference data set. A second set of basis spectra is also calculated from the PDP structures of proteins in the reference sets with the closest secondary structure content to the query protein. A predicted spectrum is then derived from each basis set and the two are averaged to produce the calculated spectrum pdb format files can be uploaded to the server as h 2 or as four digit pdb codes separated by commas the input page also has an option function split NMR models which can be selected when analyzing multiple NMR structures so that each structure can be considered individually when the calculations are complete, the output is divided into three tabs results, clustering, and compare to experiments. The first of these displays a plot of all the predicted spectra and the average predicted spectrum with an interactive 3D representation of the most representative input structure. All the information produced includes the average RMST between all the generated spectra and the average spectrum. The clustering tab displays K-mean clustering, a method of identifying different structure populations in the input data if more than 50 structures have been predicted. Finally, for the compare to experimental tab, an experimental spectrum can be uploaded as a two column text file so that can be compared with the predicted spectrum. SESCA software. The structure based empirical calculation approach SESCA works in a somewhat similar manner to the PDBMD2 C D software. In SESCA, a choice of reference data sets is available, with each using different structure assignments to calculate a set of between three and eight basis spectra. The predicted spectrum is then obtained using a weighted average of the basis spectra derived from secondary structure information obtained from the PDB file of the target protein. This software requires downloading and installation in a Python environment. Comparison of prediction algorithm. While spectral predictions dichrocalc agree in a general way with experimental spectra especially for the spectral magnitudes of the 190 and 208 nanometer peaks it is less accurate in assigning a value at 222 nanometer leading to distortions in the overall shape of the spectra of helical proteins this is not an issue for the spectra of beta sheet rich proteins we generally do not have a peak at 222 nanometer. PDB two C D produces more complete spectral matches to experimental data, but it's required similar proteins to the query protein be present in the comparison dataset in order to work accurately. PDBMD two C D and SESCA both enable prediction of CD spectra from multiple coordinates files as well as single structure files. Applications demonstrating uses of CD spectroscopy for studying proteins. The above-described wide array of tools and resources now available for different types of analysis are now enabling novel applications of CD spectroscopy to answer specific biological questions that can complement the other structural biology techniques. Some recent illustrative studies include the following selected example, which focus on the crossover's complementarity with other methods, as not in section 1. In an investigation of environmental effects on structure and stability, the secondary structures and thermal stabilities of the voltage-gated sodium channels and AVMS sodium channel from meganococcus marinus, in different environments were undertaken using CD and thermal melt CD studies. CD data was processed with CD tool and analyzed using Dicroweb server. CVD analysis of thermal melt data was performed using the CD tool X. Different amphipols and detergent were examined in order to identify amphipathic environments that stabilized the protein structure indicating this could be suitable for cryo-electron microscopy studies. In a study aimed at identifying drug binding sites not visible by crystallography, also for the NAV-MS channel, thermal melt dichroism spectroscopy was used to compare the stability in the full length channel, and a pore-only construct in the presence and absence of the ultra-convulsant drug-valproic acid. The convulsion analysis and secondary structure determinations for APO and drug-bound forms of both types and constructs at different temperatures using the DICOR web server indicated that the interaction involved the pore-only domain and not the voltage sensor region and unexpected and novel results for this type of drug. This study provides structured data in a system for which high-resolution methods, such as crystallography and cryo microscopy have yet not been able to identify the binding sites. The pharmaceutical industry relies on CD to ensure consistency between batches of drugs, both during development and production. Various and others characterize a novel monoclonal antibody by near UV-CD, far UVCD, cd fluorescence spectroscopies. Secondary structure analysis using the Dichromatch web server after minimizing the differences in protein concentration between patches by scaling then enabled comparisons using Dichromatch. Another example is a study by Tseng and others which illustrated the utility of productive compilational tools for evaluating the conformational preferences of the C-terminal peptide of the p66 domain of human immunodeficiency virus hiv1 reverse transcriptase cd spectroscopy was then used to confirm that the structure didn't indeed form a beta sheet rich structure as predicted and the resulting spectrum compared favorably with the theoretical cd spectra generated by the computational server pdb 2 cd websites and Downloadable tools for processing, analysing, interpreting and comparing CD spectroscopic and other structural biologic data. Data repository tools for processing and validation of CD data, tools for secondary structure analysis, reference data sets for secondary structure analysis, examples of tools for spectral prediction and comparisons, instrument specific software tools. YouTube videos about CD procedures and software. Conclusions: This tutorial review has described and illustrated methodologies for the collection and analysis of CD data. It includes extensive information on tools and resources available for analysis, validation, comparison, and interpretation of CD spectroscopy data, and the interoperability of CD spectroscopy with other structural biology techniques thank you for listening if you have any suggestion review or article you would like to listen to follow me on twitter pub reading or send me an email info.pub.reading at gmail.com let's connect <laughs>